0: hey giant fans welcome to the giant insider podcast my name is jerry foley i'm the senior editor of the giant insider newspaper and with me as always is the beat writer in the heart of giants nation chris bizignano chris as excited as i am about the draft being so close um you know uh, you put out a tweet today and you slapped me back into reality that (laughs) the onside kick is being debated And the runner on, there's going to be a runner on second or something. Oh, I'm sorry. That's baseball.
1: Uh, <laughs> That's the other idiotic rule.
0: <laughs> you know, dude, I, I'm okay when, when sports try this. Like when hockey went to the shootout, I understood why. Right. I didn't love it at first. I do right. like the three-on-three three in overtime quickly. I think they should actually do that longer before right. they go to the shootout. But I, I get why you try to evolve. Um, you made a, a suggestion a few weeks ago in hockey that I thought – you know, offline that was actually good because these goalies are ridiculously good and they're huge, and it's like uh, okay. I mean, it, getting goals now is tough, so I, I understand the the evolving of, of sports and, and and tweaking things, but I buddy, I can't get behind this uh, the onside kick turning into a fourth and fifteen. You're
1: not, you're not digging it.
0: And the the thing is, like the reason why people say, and and this is what I've heard for years, I don't agree with it, but they've said, I don't watch basketball because the game comes down to the last two minutes. And they say, you can catch the whole game in two minutes, right? Yeah. I feel like with, with that rule in, it's like, it, it makes things a lot more, I guess, exciting at the end. But the game, I think, becomes more meaningless up until that point. So that's
1: where I'm at with it. Yeah. Look, the the owners are going to vote on it or something. And I don't think it's going to pass this time around, but it is it is gaining momentum, though, Jerry. Yeah. You know? Because the onside kick now, after the rule changes for safety, you know, for the safety factor of the players, um, it's like basically non-existent now. It's really tough to recover an onside kick. Yep. So they're thinking of ways. Now, you know, and you think about it, Jared, it's like there's so many things like, like say they do this fourth and 15, right? What if there's an interference call? What if there's a holding? Like, you, you know, keep it of line, You know, there's going to be BS interference right. calls. You know, what if there's a questionable pass interference call and how they get that first down, right, Jerry? Right. And they go on and win a game. Right. I mean, people are going to be in uproar,
0: right? You, you know, it'll happen against Philly.
1: <laughs> right. I mean, you know, it's. So, I'm hoping it is gaining momentum. I don't think it's going to gain enough momentum to pass this time around, Jerry. But yeah, another year of. You know, on kicks not you know, 99.9% are you know recovered, and maybe one or two don't, then you're gonna gain even more momentum. Mm-hmm. You know, the way it works, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm hoping, I'll, listen, Jerry, I gotta be honest, with you, I put it on Twitter, I was going back and forth, and, all right. Well, maybe it'd be interesting because, and then you look at it and you say, About, well, oh, what happens if you get a questionable defensive holding call, right? Questionable interference, right? Oh, and you say to yourself, imagine your team loses because of something like that, where it should be an onside kick situation. And I gotta go. I gotta give it a thumbs down, Jerry. I was going back and forth. I, I you know, I, I'm being honest about. Yeah, you know, maybe I'll give it a shot. You know, but I give it a big thumbs down. I see you give it a big thumbs down. I hope that it doesn't pass, man.
0: Well, like you know, illegal contact, right? That that mm-hmm. five yard automatic first down one. Oh my God, like that would be the worst one, and that would be the one that would happen. That's gonna be. It's such a typical penalty um and it'll yeah I, I like you said it's i, I just think it kind of ruins the integrity of everything and I, I i i am not a a i'm not completely unwilling to change things i just this one is a little too far off that's all for me so
1: yeah uh, look Joe. i could be stubborn too about the old time where Oh, why you change you know i remember when he went to the field the extra points everyone went back to the 33 yard line I was like, Oh, what are we doing now for you know and yeah. I I phoned to like that. I was like, Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah, you know? because it was so automatic before. Right. Now it's, oh God, please make this. You know? So, right. yeah. so yeah. you know yeah. the way the you know the way the NFL thinks, Jeff. if they feel this is getting automatic, automatic design sides, they're gonna try to do something different. And I didn't hate the two point
0: conversion either because I said, Well, they have that in college. So Yeah. You know, the, yeah. the overtime rules I thought made sense. Like, those tweaks are fine, I get it. Yeah. Uh, but I this get one
1: it. this one's come on this is stupid uh, i'm hoping it doesn't because i like guess it's, it's just too many things that could come into play jerry you know yeah, yeah. too many things yeah uh, um that could come in that could ruin a game or keep a possession and all that and i you know i'm hoping it to, i don't look from what i understand it doesn't have the votes yet jerry you know right but right in 2022 might be a different story you know yeah so we'll see hopefully it doesn't fly and I'm glad you brought it up, dude, because, you know, it is something <laughs> it seems like most people are not for it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and hopefully it doesn't, uh, you know, we don't see it in the near future, man. Um. So a week has gone by
0: since our last podcast and we were very excited about the draft then. Uh, that has not gone down at all. Uh, I, I ask you, buddy. Yeah. Do you still have the same feeling of players or are things changing for you? Not so much as to what the Giants are going to do, but who you like. Like, has that changed at all for you? Because I go back and forth probably every minute.
1: Yeah. Uh, listen, it's that time of year. You go back and forth. Um, yeah. I'm going to stick. Are you talking about me personally, or why do you think the Giants are going to do, Jerry? I,
0: you personally, but then also with uh, the, you can throw the Giants too. What they're yeah. To
1: do. I mean, me personally, I still want that offensive lineman, Jerry. But, but, both of them might be gone yeah. by the time the Giants are there. Yeah. Um, so look, a Waddle, Smith, okay, jump on it. You know what I mean? Jump yeah. on it, Jerry. I still want, if the Slater's there, Jerry, I yeah. still want the Slater. Yep. I don't know if the Giants, it's, I, well, look, I, I've said this before, it's the best football player available they're going to take. Yeah. It. So if they have a Waddle in front of a Slater on the board, yeah. they're going to go Waddle, dude. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I don't know their board. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah right, right. I right, working right, right. on it, but I don't know their board yet, right, and I'm probably right. never going to find out their board, you know, so yeah, um, so it looks, but no, nothing has really changed for me, Jerry. look, Jerry, the only monkey wrench, I shouldn't say monkey wrench, but the only thing that could change me, Jerry when I start thinking a lot, yeah, is Michael Parsons I know now, look, let's look back at some okay. of the number one picks this organization has had the last few years, yeah, starting with the Eric Flowers. Right. There was flags on him, yep. work ethic, technique. Yep. They go on draft Them that high. We all know what happened with Flowers. Yeah. Eli Apple, yep. maturity issues. What happens? The kid's immature. Doesn't work out. DeAndre Baker, right? I mean, there was some things about him in college being lazy all that. He Comes here, doesn't work out. So right. you wonder now, Jerry, right? You wonder. You say, Will like if Michael Parsons is there? Yeah. Will would they consider him, considering what has happened the last few number one picks? Where it hasn't worked out with some kind of things, have, well, in their past, right? Yeah, right. Will they play it the safe way, right? Right. I don't know. You would think, Jerry, they would be like, "Look, I don't know this kid Parsons has had some." And, and let's, you know what, Jerry, the thing that Parsons was involved with, right? I mean, it's pretty ugly. You read about it, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. It was pretty ugly, dude. Yeah, it was. Re- it was over the top hazing. It was pretty ugly. Now, yeah. whether or not he actually, yeah, you know, he was there. I don't know if he did some of those things. Whatever, right? Mm-mm. Um, so do the Giants look at that? And say, okay, well, you know what, the kids—if they're thinking about taking—I'm talking about—well, the kids beyond that, yeah, we're good to go. I don't know, Jerry. They've been burned the last, you know, since Flowers on with some of these kids. Yeah, would they take that chance again as an organization? I don't know. Uh, you know they. We'll see. You know they do have Jerry. One quick thing. You brought this up last week too. I think you brought it up, if I remember right. They got Sean Spencer there.
0: Yes, yeah. and he
1: knows this kid really well. Yeah. So if they're taking about, you know, you know, hey Sean, what are we talking about here? You know what I mean? Yeah, and and and, so. and how good is he? Like how?
0: Because I mean, you see what I don't know two thirty five four three nine forty. Yeah tackling machine you know he's the kid from tampa bay except two years later he could be like that type of player and does the superstar potential outweigh whatever he did and whatever is true and that's you know the giants got burned before but listen man i i'm not making this comparison but i've heard some pretty insane comparisons to hall of fame linebackers and if you're even throwing those names out there and i don't want to throw them out there because the kid hasn't earned it yet but if you're throwing those names out there that that's a possibility, I, I don't know, Chris. I I, I th- this is yeah. why Gettleman gets paid the the big bucks. And and Judge,
1: I don't know what I would do. And I find it interesting too, Jerry, that his stock is not dropping in the draft. You not at all. You don't. It, you don't. In fact, I think it's going up. Go ahead. <laughs> right. You don't hear anything about him. Hey, look for him to go in the late twenties now, right. early twenties. Right. You notice that? Right. It kind of makes you believe that whatever issues was going on with this kid, um, that teams aren't concerned about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. LeVar Arrington, the old Giant, you know, the old Redskins, the, the old number one pick from, you know, years ago. Not our number one pick, but the old number one pick from years ago.
2: Yeah.
1: Matter of fact, I think he was the last Penn State linebacker that was drafted in the first round, believe it or not. But um, he came out and he's totally vouched for the kid. He said, I, I trust this guy. With my house, if yeah. I wasn't home, yeah, I trust him with my family. Whatever is being said about this guy is wrong, right? Now, I'm not saying LaVar Arrington is the prophet, you know, Luke. I'm not right, saying right. that, <laughs> right? I'm right. just saying that, you know, he is coming out and saying it, and his stock is not dropping this kid, which makes you believe, Jerry, that teams aren't really concerned about this young man's, you know, what, what was going on with
3: him. Yeah, and look,
0: a guy like LeVar Arrington saying it is, is, does have more credibility than, I don't know, I'm trying to think of somebody, Eli Apple. <laughs> like, I mean, there is credibility behind Arrington. But, um, yeah, yeah and, and, and I guess, you know, he could have a self-interest with Penn State. You know, the 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 Penn State guys are, are very loyal to each other. We all know that. Um, but, yeah, man, I, he's so talented, and, and it's, it's interesting to see where this guy's going. Like you said, he's not falling... And in fact now I'm I'm more concerned with him being taken in the single digits now than not not falling to us. Oh,
1: yeah, I mean I could see Dan Campbell taking him with Detroit. Yeah. Yep. You know? Yeah. Um uh, you know, uh, now it you know what's interesting, Jerry? Yeah. Uh, do you think the Giants <laughs> are sitting there, Gettleman, Judge, Pettit, all of them saying boy, I kind of hope this kid gets taken before us so we don't have to make this decision.
0: Well, well, that's the Randy Moss thing for, from 99, right? The Giants were like, well, he wasn't on our board. Well, it's very easy to say that when he's not there when you pick Sean Williams, right? Like, I, that's the comparison I make because it's that kind of talent. And it's, I, I think I don't, I don't, think there's a lot of credibility with what you just said. I think there's a, there could be a lot of truth with it that if you're Gettleman, you almost don't want to have to make that decision.
1: <laughs> you wonder, right, Jerry? Are right. they sitting there like, Right. Holy crap, man. I, I we kinda hope this kid goes because now if he's there at eleven, what do we do? You know right. what I mean? Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, it'll make it easier on them if Detroit takes him or whatever, you know, Cow Cal- yeah. or even the, who knows what the Cowboys, those whack jaws, or they're gonna do, you know, somebody like that, you know, if they go, And now you don't have to make that decision. Yeah.
0: They're capable. Because you know why, they're Jerry? Of, they're capable of anything, the Cowboys.
1: Because Jerry, you know why? Yeah. Because if if he's there at eleven, the Giants go save receiver, right? Mm-hmm. And the kid yeah. turns out to be Ray Lewis, <laughs> like a you know phenomenal linebacker yeah, yeah. for years. Mm. People are gonna be like, "Why did you take? You know what I mean? Why did we you had him? You, take, <laughs> we, you had him, you know? Yeah. yeah. So it's got to be a dilemma up there, and you know, in, in the office building, brother. You know, it has to be that like you're sitting there like, "Holy crap! You know? Uh, yeah. So." I mean, I, you
0: know, I, I, I would ask you what you would do, but we don't know all the facts, so it's tough. It's tough to even answer the question, uh,
1: Jerry. It, it, I, I tell you, dude.
0: I don't know what I would do. I, I don't know. I have friends of mine who texted me to say Parsons just do it. Yeah. Just don't be cowards.
1: Just make the pick. You yeah, know? but I don't know, Jerry. It, it's like say the offensive line. Say Parsons there. Say Slater's gone, and Parsons is there. Yeah. And you got Parsons, Smith, and Waddle. argument's sake, still there, right? Yeah. Dude, uh, him next to Blake Martinez <laughs> and Patrick Graham and that, you're looking at a potential dominant defense if this Dominate. kid pans out. Dominate. You know what I mean? Yes. Like if this kid steps on the field, Jerry, from day one. Right. Next to Blake.
0: Yeah.
1: You got a returning hopefully Cardi or coming back from the Achilles and all that. And X and you got Leo up front and all these guys, big decks. You got these corners now, you got the secondary. Xavier McKinney in his second uh, year. Oh my god. Yeah, I mean, you, you know they're built from the back. They're coming. You know the yeah. secondary's built, and then you add this kid Jerry, and you say, "Wow, it, it, it's tough, dude. It's tough. You know, yeah. it could be a do- it could be like a dominant defense if this kid steps in and plays at the level people expect him to play at."
0: And the other two aren't slouches. You look at Smith and 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 Waddle. It's like these guys are all so good. So I keep saying the same thing: we're going to have a very good player to choose from at eleven. I just hope they choose one of those impact, as you always say, impact players yeah. at that spot. And don't settle for maybe, and going by what Rick said and what a lot of other guys are saying, don't go for one of those defensive ends that you really should be taking in the yeah. 15 to 25 spots, especially yeah. with the some of the injury history and the lack of production. And you're, you're basically, you're picking on hopes that they turn into what you think they could. Taking that pick at 11 would would. It's it's not you know, I wouldn't walk over a bridge in the rain, but you know it's like oh, of course I, this is what you saw coming. So, I just hope they take an impact guy at eleven and and take who's best on their board, not yeah. need. That's all.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, the only really two defensive plays that look like that should be in a eleven twelve area from one is really Parsons. Yeah, and Patrick Sertan. You yeah, know? Yeah. That's it, Jerry. Or I, maybe I, Farley. Caleb Farley, maybe. Uh, even, even well, Jerry, so many people have questions about him because he's coming off so many injuries. Yeah. So they're looking at him now being in the 20s, you yeah. know? Okay. I'm talking about, like, this is an offensive draft, Jerry. You yeah, know? it is. This yes, is an offensive is. draft. Absolutely. And it's really two guys they're looking at, and everybody else, like the Rousseau's, even the kid from Georgia, they like the Aziz, uh, you know. Right. They At 11, everybody looks at it like, that's a reach, you know, right. That's a reach. I'm not, I'm not saying that's not going to pan out. If, if they did that, it wouldn't be, you know, excellent, you know, excellent pick for them. I'm just saying right now, except for Sutan, Jerry and Parsons, everybody thinks it's a reach to take a defensive player in the top 11, 12, right. You know, right. This is an offensive draft, dude. His receivers up the butt, a couple of really good linemen, you know, um, obviously the quarterbacks up the butt, the first yeah, four, you know, yeah, picks yeah. and all that crap. You know, so. that's
0: that's interesting too. Where's Mac Jones going to fall? Where's Trey Lance going to go? Now you're hearing the Niners love Justin Fields. I stick with Trey Lance in that spot. We'll see what happens. But uh, it's it, it's it's funny as you get closer, names move yeah. all over the place. But I I do believe though, if Slater's there, I hope they make that pick. That's the smartest pick they can make. As much as I would love seeing Smith and Waddle on that offense, and as much as I would love um, seeing, um, hang on one second. Oh, wait a minute. Um, as much as I would love seeing, uh, what was that sl- <laughs> <laughs> I got to send out something. I got to send uh, the other thing out instead. Uh, let me take down that tweet. <laughs> hang on one second, dude. We're doing the live call in. <laughs> somebody, good, somebody, um, somebody came in as a guest and not an audience member. <laughs> that's great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, man. This is why guys. You know, we practiced this the other night and we were like, All right, let's we're gonna give this a whirl. And then right. uh yeah, so there we go. So
1: Yeah, but Jerry, getting back to what you were saying. Yeah, I agree with you, dude. Yeah. I mean if that kid Slate is there, I, I want the offensive line. Still. Yeah. I know I understand, but we will see in two weeks, bro. You know? We will. Um Are people lining up? What's
0: going on? Not yet. Not okay. yet. But um I'm I have to send out this uh I have to copy this link and send this tweet out, so just give me a few minutes. Um, as far as uh, you don't see, you don't see Penny Sewell falling, do you,
1: Jerry? Look, it. If Cincinnati doesn't take him, yeah, I can see it happening. Yes, yeah, yeah, I can see it happening. Yeah, I, 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 I could because I don't know how far he's going to fall. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know what? It's, it's going to be look. Atlanta is going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting to see what Atlanta does at right. four. Right. right, it'd be interesting if oh, if it, it is again. Yeah, it'd be interesting if New England tries to move up to take a quarterback. Who does the 49ers take at three? Not do they like Justin Fields now better? Who you know? Right, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a fascinating draft, man. Right, it really is. Uh, what do the Cowboys do too, Jerry at ten? Are they gonna screw us with taking Slater? They,
0: you know, I, I still say they they have to go corner. I don't know how they couldn't go corner. I agree, but, so, but you know, we'll, we'll see. Yeah. Um, anyway. All right. Um, what else regarding the draft? I mean, realistically, the guys they could trade down for, uh, the teams they could trade down with would probably be maybe uh, New England, Chicago. But with all the talent that's going to be there at 11, man, that's what I'm afraid of, dude. I'm just afraid that, you know, Smith and Waddle are going to be there. And then, uh, you know, it's it's – you're trading down when you could take an impact player, so – I imagine they have their guys that they want, and then you know that's going to be it—that they're going to uh, they're going to go with that. Oh, we got a, somebody coming in here. We have a caller, first caller, first time, long time. Hey Jamie. Guys, hey. Jamie,
3: Jamie, can you what? hear us? Yeah, I can hear. You. Can you hear me?
0: Yeah, looks you like, you look got like you're in an office. Yeah, I got him.
3: Where where you calling from, Jamie? Is that are you, are you? sitting
1: next to Gettleman? It Looks like you're in the office of the giant, a giant stadium there.
3: Hey guys, I'm from Sydney, Australia.
0: Oh man, Ooh. that is dedicated,
3: buddy. Gotta love this How guy. Good? What's going on? <laughs> so, what's up, buddy? What's on your mind? Oh man, I just I really like enjoy your podcast, and I thought you know what this actually this timing works, so I'm going to give you guys a call and uh, <laughs> and try this thing out. Um, but man, no, massive G man fan, and um, what I was going to ask was this, right? Uh, I thought last year defense was awesome, loved it. Love what Graham's doing, but. What about our issues against the running game? I thought against those running quarterbacks, you know, like Lamar and um, and even Baker Mayfield and also the um, the Cardinals quarterback, right? I thought we had issues with running quarterbacks. Just wondered what your thoughts were on that. And, uh, yeah, absolutely privileged to join you guys. <laughs> thanks, Jim. Well, look, Jamie, thanks for calling in, brother. I love that
1: accent, man, huh, Jamie? Holy <laughs> That's fuck. awesome. It's like Angus Young. <laughs> I like
3: it. Yeah, yeah.
1: Look, Jamie, look. The- the only, the issues they had, some of the issues they had last year. First of all, you, you got to remember a few things. A couple of times against Kyle and Murray in the Arizona game, right? They had him a up of times, and Kyle is such a phenomenal athlete that he found a way to get out of that pocket. Now, some other times, Jamie, there was some pass rush discipline that broke down. You know, it broke down up front, and it made him go. But a couple of times it was that issue, and at other times you got to credit a guy like Kyle and Murray, who's just a phenomenal. I mean, a phenomenal athlete. You know, what I mean, as as far as the Baker thing, I don't remember a few times. I know a couple of times he got out of there, but I don't think it was an issue, Jamie. I don't, I didn't, I didn't look at it. And go, holy crap! We're I really having a problem stopping. You know what I mean? It was just some breakdowns at times that they had to clean up. You know, and you got to give gotcha. credit sometimes, Jamie, to a guy like Kyler Murray and who's that guy you mentioned? I'm sorry, besides uh, Mayfield, uh,
4: Lamar
3: Jackson. Um, oh, Lamar, against, yeah, against, Lamar, against the Ravens, yeah. we got carved up in that first. Yeah, part. I
1: mean, Lamar, look. I'm not making excuses, Jamie, but Lamar Jackson, Lamar, he he does that to a lot of teams, you know. Um, another, he's just a phenomenal athlete too. But I don't look at it, Jamie, going into next season, saying, you know what, this has to be cleaned up because we're getting destroyed with this, you know. Um, okay. But there's some things definitely. Look, they had to clean up during games, and I'm not, yeah. I'm not going to say it, you know. I'm not going to be concerned about it. They made adjustments during games, Jamie, where they had like had like a like a little bit of a mirror they were using Tay Crowder at times as a mirror. They were using you know, mm. certain different guys. A lot of times it could be, it might have even been Pep at times, you know. So Graham. Re- but the key thing to this, Jamie, was that Graham realized it during games with some other guys, buffoon coordinators, they don't, you know, they don't even realize what the hell's going on. And the quarterbacks are yeah. destroying them, you know, and they don't make adjustments. They did at times. So I, I, don't, I wouldn't be too concerned about it. Jamie,
5: okay, man.
0: That's,
3: that's interesting. Good to know.
0: Jamie, thanks so much for the call in. Appreciate it, buddy. Take care of yourself in in australia buddy down under
3: my privilege guys thanks so much you're hey, welcome have a good evening
0: all right so now ryan williams is calling in <laughs> this is awesome <laughs> ryan williams got to put your mic mic on your mic on bud there you go ryan you hear us oh, put a you're, little you're low coming in very low bud oh, no. no no good still no good i don't I, hear him you hear him jerry no ryan I feel like I'm. Uh, this is Boomer and Carton. Ryan, when you get a better connection, you're going to have to oh, call oh, back. Hold on. Oh, Ryan, How good. about now? How about now? There we go. <laughs> all all right. Right.
4: I had to take the headphones off. I'm sorry. There you go. I hope I didn't disrupt your podcast before. I, I popped in and all you guys suddenly, po- uh, you guys are on my screen. <laughs> no, this is part of it. Yeah, you know what? I sent out the wrong link. I sent out <laughs> guests rather oh. than uh, audience. Ryan, where are you call- from? I would have combed my hair. Uh, North Jersey. Oh, North Jersey. Okay. Yeah. So. Uh, so I was, gonna, I was calling in about the doomsday draft scenario. What do you got? Um, you know, back in 2016, we wanted Conklin, we wanted Leonard Floyd, and they got taken picks right before us. Yep. And they were all freaked out about the Tunsell situation, so we panicked and picked Eli Apple, and, and the rest is history, obviously, as is, as is he. Yes.
2: Um
4: So this year I'm thinking there's six guys that, that we run up to the podium and take if they're available. Go ahead. Uh, Sewell. Pitts, Chase, Smith, uh, Slater, S- S- Slater, and who's the other receiver? i forget Waddle. Waddle. Waddle, yeah, Waddle. Hopefully, one of those guys. One of those guys should be there at eleven. That's sure. the hope. But I think right. the doomsday scenario is what if they're all gone. <laughs> We're a little freaked out about uh, Parsons, obviously, um, with his situation and the rumors going around about him. Yeah. Do we, do we take certain there? Do we, you know, I, I, it's easy to say trade down, but you know, that, that's, that's always hard to do. Um, if that doomsday scenario happens, where are we going? Where are we looking at, at that point? For, for me, Parsons, you just do it. Yeah. And that's the excuse you could always use if you're Gettleman.
0: You could say, look, we knew about the off-field off stuff or, or the incident that, that happened or whatever it was, but the six guys that we could have taken were not there. There's four yeah. quarterbacks that go. It's Parsons, and that's that. That's it's almost a built in excuse, I would think, for the Giants to take him.
4: Right. I would it's, think it's the best. That's value me. I don't know. I'm not Chris. Spot. I don't know how you feel. Yeah.
1: Well, Ryan, this is why I wouldn't worry about that because there's going to be four quarterbacks probably drafted. You
5: exactly. know, the first
1: three are going to be quarterbacks yeah. without question, right? And then there's yeah. going to be a fourth one. And maybe, Ryan, if a team comes up, it's going to be five. You got to yeah. watch New England in this. You got to watch the Bears, although the Bears don't have much assets to do. But you got to watch Belichick in this draft. Okay, so you're looking at three quarterbacks for sure, probably four, and maybe with a bomb from out of nowhere, a team moving up, maybe even five. So yeah. you're not going to have that scenario. Look, Ryan, if the first three picks won't go to be quarterbacks or maybe one, you say, okay, that could happen. But don't concern yourself too much with it because it really physically can't. Not with these quarterbacks flying off the board the first three, maybe even four, you know? Because Denver, you gotta watch Denver, Ryan. They they they're not happy with Locke. No matter what crap they tell you now, they're not happy with Drew Locke. You yeah, know, he they take another year with him. So yeah. look, so you're gonna have one of those kids there at eleven, you know what I mean? So don't 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 bug yourself out over that because of what's gonna play out in this draft. You know what I mean?
4: Well, I'm just used to seeing it. That's why. So it, we we yeah. never we never we always feel like we're one pick late, two picks. Well, we late. saw it in
0: the uh, the Cedric Jones draft two years ago that in too, the mid '90s. Right. That was the Keyshawn Hardy, uh, right. Simeon Rice, and Ogden, and it was like, well, we'll get one of those guys. Yeah, yeah we didn't. And so George Young well, didn't know what to do. Yeah, that's right. Terry, there was we well, should have been Terry Glenn, but whatever. Right.
1: You know, hence why we say all the time, Ryan, you don't know what's going to happen draft night. You know, these buffoons come out and they act like they're experts. Oh, this guy's going to go eight, nine, ten. Nobody knows what's going to happen on draft right. night. You don't know. You know what I mean. So, but I understand your concern because the Giants have had a history of that. You know what I mean? They've had a history of teams like you just said jumping them, getting a guy. You know, I'll, we just talked about it. Me and Joe, you'll hear it on the podcast. You know, our number one picks. Look, there was concerns about these kids, and they drafted them, and it didn't work out. Yeah. You know. Uh, now I'll. I'll out of curiosity, Ryan, if you were Dave Gettleman and Parsons was there, would you take
4: him or would you be concerned about him? I'd be concerned about him, but it's kind of I I, I kind of agree with Jerry. Um, he's the best value at, at that spot, and I don't think Gettleman's great at getting good value with his draft picks. I always feel like, you know, Daniel Jones, he probably could have had later in the draft, for one example. Barkley, you know, he's great, but number two, you can argue that wasn't super value there. Yeah. I, I don't want to reach for one of these edge rushers or- There you go, you know, that's the one, that's any Brian, these, that's any from your lips God's ears, buddy. Reaching you know? for the edge rusher, that's what I'm afraid of. Yep. Right, and uh, I think that's that's where we'll land. Uh, Parsons and Sertain are the best value at that spot. We're, we're pretty, I, I hate to say stacked, we're pretty good at corner, you know, but I, I would probably pass in Sertan. I'd go with Parsons. I I I I I'd, I'd roll the dice and and say a little prayer and like okay, let's hope he stays out of yeah. trouble. Yeah. and And uh, he's a he's a he's a, uh, a six seven year starter easy at that well, at that position. So. Say well, say a
0: prayer and hope that Slater's there.
4: Yeah, that's that's our guy. I think that or uh, one of the receivers drops. Yeah. I think is the most likely scenario. But, well, uh, look,
1: Ryan, you definitely yeah. have legit concerns because Gelman hasn't knocked that out of the park with these drafts. No. We know that. Not really? You know what I mean? Yeah. And, yeah. and is it a concern that Dave will do something like sort of get a, like reach pick? You know, like you said, one of those edge guys right. with at really 11th round talent. Uh, excuse me. 11th overall pick talent. Yeah, yeah he
4: could You could him see later doing
1: that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I I agree with you. You know, uh, so it is a concern and we'll see how this plays out. But that's if true. he takes a kid that's like second a 20, like Eli Apple, I mean, I know it wasn't Dave. It was Reese, but nobody had him.
4: No, that high? No, no, I think it was was it Hargraves was the corner that everyone liked. Yes, that that's right. And, yes, and, they, yep. and he went right after Apple. Like yeah. he, Hargraves stuff. wasn't great, but he, he was better than, yeah, than was Apple. So sure. I yeah. mean, you kind of hope they don't do that reach crap, you know? But yeah. they try. Well, we need an edge
1: guy, so let's let's take. You know what I mean? So, yeah, right. I don't think they will, Ryan. But this is from what I'm hearing, Ryan. Um, it's going to be the best athlete at that pick, best football player slash athlete at 11. Right. So if, like me and Jerry talked about, if it's say argument's sake, Ryan, it's Waddle, Smith, and even Slater. If mm-hmm. they have Smith, Waddle, Slater, also at on the board, and they ha- they're going to go with that kid. You, you get what I'm saying?
4: Yeah, that's we and gotta look out for. I'm fine with all that. That's yeah. you Ryan, gotta look out for in two weeks. Ryan, brother.
1: thanks for yeah. checking in,
0: man. We got 26 people waiting. We're not going to get. I, to I appreciate all it. Thanks for the two. time.
4: I'm honored. I was number two. Uh, sorry, yeah, I sorry in before. Yeah. Uh good stuff, buddy. Thanks, <laughs> I man. Appreciate two
0: you, guys. See you yeah. All right. Got Joey Z chiming in. Just checked on him. We'll see what he has to say. And this is not guys. If you think I play favorites tonight, this is all in order. So there he Joey is.
1: Joey Z. Can you hear me? me? Yes. Can you hear us? I'm gonna, I'm gonna yes, you. I hear you perfectly fine. Yeah, I was on Chrome, but I did on my tablet, so I had to go into my daughter's room, so I apologize for the pink and everything behind me.
0: But... I think I lowered it's all you. Right, no, I don't, I don't got, care. I, got, I
1: like the yours. heart, though.
0: I like that.
1: Is, yeah. that, is that for you? Or is that... Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, Joe Judge. So, do you think he's going for the Guinness Book of World Records for the amount of offensive assistance <laughs> on one staff? Yeah. <laughs> And at this point, don't you think it's kind of insulting to Jason Garrett
1: that they're bringing in so many people to help him do his job? Let me ask you this, Joey. I'm going to ask you this. You ready? If the Giants go 11 – what the hell are we playing? 17 games now? They go 11-6, and Joey, right? Yes. Are you going to give a flying you-know-what about how many coaches he has? Not in the least. (laughs) Look, this is the trend, Joey, that's going on now in the NFL. The Giants got a ton of – but you notice – a lot of the other teams have twenty plus coaches too. Now I get it, you know, yeah. offensive assistants, offensive guy going to the bathroom. Who's in charge of this offensive football? I, I get it, I understand. But this is, look, this is, this is something that's becoming a trend in the NFL. There's so many coaches now. I, Joey, look, I, at one time we used to be coordinators, this and that, and that was it. Now, now it's like ridiculous. So don't yeah. don't look too much into it, Joey. About as far as guys watching over Garrett, this and that. It's everybody coming together on game day. Giving their voices, coming up with their game plan. All right, Jason, what are you we're playing the Cowboys? What do you got in corner? What are we gonna do? With attack? Freddie Kitchen jumps in. Oh, I see this, and they all get together. So though, but you know what? I notice a lot of people are like, "What the hell's going on with all these coaches?" It's not... Joey, I look at it like, okay, whatever. That's what Judge wants. You know, Maverick signed off on it because he's got to pay these guys, right? And say, like, yeah. okay, so he signed off on it. It doesn't bother me, Joey, at all. And if they, you know, like like I just said, if they win wild card winners division nobody's gonna care you know don't look too much into it basically joey all right good Jerry, jo- joey well, jerry, you know, by the way
0: i feel like i'm the man behind the glass tonight i'm uh I'm, I'm the producer tonight, <laughs> producer. The, uh, just real quick jerry yeah hey hey what can i do was that really the answer to your question joey we, thanks we... for calling we appreciate the time buddy no <laughs> you know it's funny because i uh my brother, I, I was telling Chris this, my brother, my mm. sisters are a lot older than me. My brother-in-law got me into Zeppelin when I was like 11 or 12. And he's, I don't know, 11 years older than I am, 12 years older. And uh, my niece listens to the podcast and loves it. And he's like, uh, yeah, dude, uh, hey, hey, what can I do? Really? Like, almost <laughs> like I taught you better. So,
1: Joey, yeah, so I, yeah, whatever. before you leave, give me your top three, Zeppelin. Come on, let's go. Let's hear it. Well, you got to go with the classics. Mm. All right. So I my favorite is oh, cashmere. Nice. Nobody's fault but mine, and I do like um, yours. And
4: you've So it's
0: definitely up there. Yeah, but right. there's, there's a ton of them. I mean, you can really there's too many. There's too exactly. Many. There are so, there really are. Yeah, but, but I apparently, hey, what can I do? Is not one of them, Joey. I'm sorry. Thanks for chiming in, buddy. Thanks, thanks nice thought, so much, I nice Appreciate it. Later, buddy. See you later, Joey. Oh my God, this is awesome. Now we got Dominic chiming in. Dominic. See what happens. <laughs> Dominic. Dominic. Can't hear you. Gotta take Can a Can't hear you. You're muted. I'm muted. I think my Be mic sorry. is off. There oh, it
3: is. There you go. Hey, what's what's all going funny? on, guys? I listened to the podcast. My uh question is 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 it even worth it for the Giants to take a wide receiver in the first round, being that they have a day Slayton, and Shepard, and the depth and the depth of wide receiver later in the draft? Go ahead, Chris.
1: A special guy like Devontae Smith w- would be worth it, Dominic. Um, why? All right. You know what? I was brought up. I'll tell you what really concerns me, Dominic, is Shep. I love Shep. We all know that. But he's hurt every year. He gets hurt every year. All right. And they're looking at it like they, they want – like they signed Galladay, right? But they want even more. They want that real arsenal. Awesome. That's what the giant – Mara Gettleman – they were so fed up at the end of last year about with the offensive type of football receivers, separate everything. They were fed up with it. They needed, they wanted weapons, weapons. And I can tell you this, Dom, that they, it wasn't like they, look, they, they didn't want a difference maker. They wanted that true number one and all that. Okay. So whatever. So they go out and they get Galladay. That was their goal. Right. And you know, you listen to the podcast. I was saying that for weeks. Listen, I'm just telling you guys right now, Gall is their guy. They're going to go after him, right? And he did. They got But they didn't stop at that. They don't look at it like, okay, we're good. You know what I mean? They really love Smith, and they really love Jalen Waddle. So don't look at Dominic. You can never have enough weapons there. Don't look at it like, okay, we're set. Now we don't need anybody else. Because a kid like a Waddle or a Smith, that's another weapon for a defensive coordinator to game plan against. And that's what they look at. The pressure on defenses is, is something they're looking at and something. So don't think that's okay. We'll D- go with that. D- you D- know, D-
3: Dominic, are you thinking Rashad Bateman in the second round or something? Um, well, I'm thinking first and foremost that I, that I like, I like Sewell and I like, I like Slater more. I think that's, that's more.
0: Oh, than no, me. we, we agree though. We, if Slater's there, that's those oh, are the, no, picks. no,
1: no, Dominic, Dominic, <laughs> Dominic,
3: now, Okay. Yeah, if Tucker's there. Do you go with him?
1: Who? If the guard? There, the guard Tucker. Go. No, he's not eleven. He's not eleventh overall. He's not eleventh overall. Overall. overall type talent, Dom. Okay. You All know, no, right. no, no, Dom. Don't get me wrong. If the kid Slade is there, I want the offensive line built up. Yeah, yeah, we, okay.
0: we've All we've right. made well, that one. We've made that I one pretty clear. Because, Slater or school. It makes, it makes yeah. no
3: sense to take a guy like a guy like Sertan. Um, Parsons, I would love if it wasn't for everything that. That Rick said about him.
0: Well we we just talked about that before oh, yeah. we started taking these calls. Um, mm-hmm. He's not really dropping yet, and we're gonna see what what, what plays out there. Um, so it's it's a complicated one because the talent is there with him, but will the Giants? We were just saying, you know, do the Giants really want to have to make that call? You almost hope that he's not there so they don't. I don't have so an don't exact
3: have to. I don't have an exact guy in mind in terms in terms of wide receiver in the second round, but I guess it doesn't make sense to even 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 ring up the question anymore because you guys agree with me you guys will go with slater or yeah. oh oh so, if he's yes, on the board that's yeah. It. Yeah. That's it. yeah yeah I,
1: look dominic i i've said this i've said this on twitter where to me dominic the offensive line is the only thing that could hold up this team from going where they want to go yeah. next year and that's that seventh wild card or or the division yeah. Yeah. i mean this is this division is up for grabs Yep. And I don't want to hear no crap about, you know, a well, Dak's back, so Dallas is the def- But yeah.
3: I but I did see a tweet um in terms of like a positive thing if if yeah. you do draft an offensive lineman that this draft has the has the best lot wide receivers in a long time. So they can definitely get get a backup to uh to Shepard in case he gets hurt second and third round.
0: Yeah, they could. I'll be honest with you. I hope they go t- yeah. I'm I'm still hoping they can go tight end in the second round. Or, th- or third round, somebody like a Friermuth or someone Friar like Muth? that. Because yeah. I'm, I'm, you know, listen, we, we've made it clear a million times I'm done with Evan Ingram. I know the organization's not, so they're going to give him another year, but uh, I'd actually, if, if you're giving me the choice between the two, I might even lean that way. So if, not not if, like, not Friermuth over of a, a Devontae Smith, but maybe. Well, it maybe. makes sense
3: if they went with him in round two, if they yeah. got Slater in round one and yeah. then they drafted a receiver in round three. Yep. That would make sense. Yeah. All right, man. Dominic. Hey, thanks, guys.
0: Thanks for chiming in, buddy. All right. See you, man. Nice to meet you.
6: Thank you, Dominic.
0: All right. Jimmy's chiming in with a question. Jerry, why do you hate Eli Manning? Come on, Jimmy. It'd be better than that, buddy. Uh, this user appears to be on a mobile device. I clearly said Google Chrome, buddy. It looks like I can't pick you up. Um, I'll give you another second here, but it looks like I can't pick you up, Jim. Uh, let's see. You're muted. Jimmy, you there? Nope. All right. Disconnect. Wait for the next one. This is pretty cool, man. Not bad. Oh, now people are asking. Okay, so let's go to this then. So people go to the chat, and I can ask these questions while I wait oh. to see. Okay. So Charlie Betts, Charlie Charlie battis I see some people like Waddle more than Smith, but I'm surprised it's not more. Uh, D-Man finally see the face of Chris <laughs> Giant Insider. First time tuning. Great job, guys. I like Waddler Slater. Uh, yeah, <laughs> guys, you got to ask questions if you want us to answer them. Though this is good stuff. <laughs> uh, this is awesome.
1: Working out the kinks, yeah, yeah, a little bit.
0: All right, so what else you want to? Uh, what else we want to talk about, dude? But while we wait for callers to call in, Chris Ryan
1: Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ryan Lewis was cut.
0: Yeah, the. I will spot him corner. You know, it was funny. He looked pretty good for a few weeks, and then the Eagle game happened, and I never forgave him, and that was that. It was over. Uh, who was it? Was it Hightower, the guy who got deep?
1: Uh, I think it was the kid eye tower. Yeah. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Turn that game around. Oh, but then man. again, if Evan would have came down with that one little, <laughs> that one yeah. pass, that would be the <laughs> end not, of that.
0: Not really worth discussing that now, <laughs> but yeah, no, you're right. If, if he catches that pass, um, it's over. But yeah, Ryan Lewis, not a guy we expected to make the roster. You know, he was like the, no. the ninth corner on the team. So. No. Chris from rich. Have you gotten out yet to play? What's your favorite course in New Jersey? There you go. All right, guys, ask questions. There, you, there go. you go. Aaron Glenn. Yes, and I played today. I just got off the course a little while ago. Oh, here we go. Now we got a caller. Now we got a caller, Jonathan Covary. Jonathan. Nope, you're on mute, buddy. Everybody's on mute when they first chime in. There uh, you are go. oh, good Jonathan. now. Hey, there he is. Can hey. you hear us?
6: Hey. Oh, yeah, I hear you. I Something. hear you. So, um... Cool. Uh, Listen to you guys forever. This is you guys are great. They're terrific. Thank thank you, bud. I didn't really have a question. No, seriously. And um, I think Jerry came out and saw you at uh, MetLife one day. (laughs) We did the tailgate thing going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Many years ago, there was football outside. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. um, Yeah. Listen for a long time. I think you guys are terrific. I'm on the spot. I really can't think of a Giants question. So instead, (laughs) let me ask you. No, you know, because you guys say everything. So it's like, what am I going to say about the drug? Like, you know. Well, it's funny, funny, John. You you know.
0: Our first call, our buddy, a buddy of ours, who did it the other day. I put him on the spot. He had no question, and he's like, "Because I didn't want to ask you guys about a wide receiver in the first round." So go ahead. I'm
1: sorry. You know what, Jonathan? Right.
6: You guys always say, "Yeah,
1: we'll ask you that." I'll ask you. um, There you go. Who do you want? Who do you want at eleven? Yeah,
6: I think I I think we got to work on the line.
0: You know,
6: I I I know the wide receivers more, right? Smart man. I've seen them, but I think we got to work on the line. Smart. Um we got to improve that. we got to we, you know, get Jones protection. Uh, we, we we have a White House now. We have, I guess, a 1A if we don't have a 1,
0: yeah.
6: um, or at least a 1B. And um, I, I, I don't know if that's what I thought. I guess the question I was going to ask you, because I can't think of any Giants questions, is can you tell us, gents, something really bad about the Eagles or Dallas that we don't already know for 2020?
1: Really bad? Well, the Eagles' window was close. I mean, bad or funny? Well, good news. What do you mean? As an inside story?
6: As as sort of something, something, that's, something that's going to make Giants fans feel good that's bad about the Eagles or, or, or Dallas that we don't already.
1: Well, look, I've said this before. The Eagles' window's closed, so you don't have to worry about them for a few years. I don't know I mean, as far as that goes. And Dallas, you got to worry about them getting a defense. If they don't get a defense – you know they can't stop anybody you know what i mean yeah, uh yeah. you know they can get excited about dak all they want they say they can't stop anybody they, they showed that last year even when dak played they, were, they had to win 41 39 games and you know and they were one and three and all that crap you know so i'll say this i'll say this john i'll make a bold
0: prediction for you if slater drops past nine dallas is not going to take him they're going to take a corner and he'll be there for us to take i'm not saying we're going to take him we should but I do not believe, in my heart of hearts, Dallas takes Slater. I think they have to go corner because of what Chris just said as well. they they cannot stop anyone. Their secondary is terrible, and Sertain is going to be too good to pass up if he's there. So, there you go, buddy. That's
1: Last, it. lastly, Jonathan, do you believe in Daniel Jones?
6: Yeah. I do.
1: Okay, I'm curious because a lot of people don't. You know, that's why I was asking. I wasn't being a wise guy. A lot of people don't.
6: I, well, listen, I, I don't know if I would have picked them, like whatever. But you know, I, 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 is he? I would say if somehow we were at the beginning of this draft, because if, if tomorrow you can get Trevor Lawrence and we were drafting that, I'd say you'd have to take Trevor Lawrence. But other than something like that, I, this is the system, and I, 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 I do believe him, and if he could just you know get people to catch and get some protection and stay up when people come at them i think he i think he can be terrific
0: it's a fair statement jonathan and uh thanks for chiming in buddy we really appreciate it thanks nice, for the meet. words. nice
6: meeting you bro good thank seeing you. you again thank you nice nice great thank you so much keep up the great work i really thanks appreciate man it.
1: Take thank care, you buddy. jonathan take care brother try jimmy's back see if he
0: chimed in the right way uh looks like he's coming on what's up jimmy jimmy yeah, can't hear him. Everybody's got a mute. Everybody's muted. <laughs> you on mute?
1: You on mute? There he goes. Can you hear me? There All right, now we got you. I'm
5: good. All right, how are you guys doing? It's nice to nice to talk to you guys. I'm a big fan of your uh, show.
1: Thanks, man. Oh, thank you, Jimmy. Where are you
6: calling from, Jimmy?
5: I'm actually from the Chicago area, but I'm uh, I grew up a big Giants fan because uh, it's a funny story. Here's a I here's a funny story. I yeah. was about five years old. I was watching a, a Bears game with my dad, and the game after, I saw Eli Manning throw the football, and I've been the biggest fan ever. And that's—I wanted to ask, uh, what's your problem with Eli Manning? Cause I, I so you saw hearing...
0: Eli Manning throw a football, and that was it for you, huh? That's that good. Was, I,
5: I fell in love Do you percent. do you
0: remember the pass?
1: It wasn't all. It wasn't all four, Jerry. I can tell you that. <laughs> I,
5: I, I I don't remember. I don't remember the, the exact pass, but I remember seeing him throw the football, and I'm like, that's my quarterback. So ever since go. that day, I've been I've been rocking blue. Nice. But, uh, I had a question for you, for you guys. Um, I'm i I'm a big, uh, Rashawn Slater fan. Um, yeah. I think that, uh, especially with the Kenny Galladay signing, um, yeah. I think that all this, all this signing, especially with Kyle Rudolph and, and Galladay and John Ross, I think none of it matters if, if Daniel Jones doesn't have time in the pocket obviously. Um, but I, I was going to ask, uh, I know that linebacker, obviously, Chris, that you like from, uh, from Notre Dame, I've been watching a lot of his highlights. <laughs> uh, would you be guys? Would you guys be fine with taking him if you trade down to fifteen uh, with the yeah. with the Patriots or down to twenty for for the Bears?
0: Before oh, Chris answers oh, that, oh. I will say, let me Go say ahead. this. Let me Go say ahead. this. This is why Giant fans are the smartest on the planet because everybody's called in and said pretty much Slater's going to be the guy. It should be the guy. So if Jones cannot stand, he can't throw. Go ahead, Chris.
1: Yeah, like what Jimmy just said. If Slater's gone, you know the Giants trade back four or five slots, or six slots, Jerry, and the woo was there. Yeah. Would I have a problem taking him? Oh, I would be ecstatic at taking him at fifteen or sixteen, Jimmy. Ecstatic. Chris, would believe you me. Wear you? Believe would me. He came out of nowhere, Jimmy, it took him at eleven. I would still be like, oh, okay. But behind closed doors, I'd be like this. There you go. <laughs> would, you,
0: would you? Would you wear his Notre Dame jersey in the locker room, Chris?
1: No, they would throw me out of the building. I couldn't be able to. Live. But I would, I would pull like a Julian Love and get him on the side constantly and, and talk to him on the side. That I would do. You know what I mean? Well,
5: being from the Chicago area, I'm a, I'm a big uh, Notre Dame fan. Yeah, I figured myself, that, Jimmy. So there yeah. you go. So, thank, thank you guys so much for uh, taking the time to do this, and I really appreciate you showing up. Uh, keep doing what you guys are doing. Thanks,
0: thank you, Jimmy. Jimmy. Re- re- Jimmy, real quick, Hugo's Frog Bar. You ever go there?
5: No, I'm actually like 30 minutes outside the city, 40 minutes All outside right. the city. So I'm not like in in the city so all right man thanks, thanks thank you so much in. thank take you care, so man. much take, take care, care jimmy
0: right? let's see if there's any more chats um waiting on more waiting on the, the next check mark danny oh here we go adam's calling in there we go adam this is awesome <laughs> this is working out way better than i thought it would guys for those of you listening i did not think this was going to work adam i can see you on, he's on mute i can see it already get off mute you're, on you're mute there you go oh, oh no we, no, we, we lost, lost adam. his face and we lost him he's done
1: we lost adam he hit adam, the adam, button adam call <laughs> back in
0: you're in a bad spot uh let's see yeah this is going way better than i thought it would um danny bilano nah, there we go let's try adam so trying adam one more time can you guys hear go. me yes Adam. yes
7: we're talking now, char
1: you know? not, now you're clear brother
7: Hey, you know, one thing, you know, first off, I just want to say you guys are awesome. I love listening to the show. Thank you, man. Thank you, man. Thank
6: you. Guys thank you guys are
7: awesome. You know. And uh one thing I think we need to talk about, right? Is like we can't draft an offensive lineman in the first round every year and to hope to improve. Like we have to draft and diversify across talent. Like, why not take a wide receiver in the first round? Offensive lineman in the second, how big is that drop off, right?
0: So you're you're gun shy with the first round offensive lineman then
7: yeah because eventually you have to diversify your youth right you can't always have youth on the offensive line where else is your youth going to come from that's top talent right you need top talent and you need youth you always need to diversify both but if you go offensive line every year right but then you also go young offensive line that's you know where's the age coming from right i mean where you need some you need some diversification diversity right amongst age and amongst position right Well,
0: before, be- yeah I get it but before Andrew Thomas it was Eric Flowers right in the first round
7: <laughs> yeah that was a bob no
0: but I'm saying like I'm trying to see like I'm trying to think like first round offensive linemen I mean like Weston Richburg was second um the, the big yeah. uh, Justin Pugh so the the big I guess uh, the the what's not talked about enough is Reese tried to fix the offensive line but he stunk at it right he invested pew a first round pick flowers a first round pick richburg second Mm. um with regard to Gettleman like he loves the hog mollies but he really other than Andrew Thomas I mean Lemieux was fifth Hernandez is second you know you know Adam I don't have a problem with Slater in the first round because he's so versatile and everything you hear like Lewis Riddick likes Slater more than he likes Sewell right and if Sewell were to drop I mean it's a no-brainer I get what you're saying but I still would go offensive line if, if Slater's there, or Sewell. That's me. Yeah,
7: abs- absolutely get your point, you know. I'm just trying to play a devil's advocate, because I hear, you no, know, fine. I understand all the Giants fans, you know. Who do you offensive want? Offensive line, offensive line. Who do you, you want? Know, I, uh, you know, uh, I like the big guy at Alabama, you know. I feel like he's like a poor man's Calvin Johnson. You know what are well, talking about?
1: Oh, De- what, Devontae Smith?
7: Yeah, Devontae Smith, yeah, yeah. I feel like he's big, you know, like I feel like the, he's the guy, like he's a, mm. you can put him out wide. You, you know, you can't cover him in single coverage. He's hard no. to scheme against, right? He's phenomenal. You
2: know? yeah. yeah. yeah.
7: I want somebody that's hard to match up against one-on-one, right? Because that's going to create problems for the defense. So that's what I think about, right? And then if right. we get that offensive line, and they're just good enough, but we have so many weapons, and they can get open quickly, then it'll mm-hmm. help the offensive line out. So that's just kind of where I'm coming from. And like I said, I'll just play double basket I totally I get to play And
1: look, Adam, you know, you bring up a great point, dude. You you drafted Devontae Smith, right? You can't you can't bracket three receivers. You gotta leave guys one on one. So on one play, if you go to bracket Kenny Galladay, you know, now you got Devontae one on one, you could have you know, could have Shep, you could have Slayton. That's see, a lot of people are asking, hey Chris, you know, why you why would you have to receiver? Here? We got Galladay. Because their their mentality is we wanna pressure defensive coordinators to make them cover. You get what I'm saying, Adam?
7: Exactly. We need and, more and, weapons.
1: Right. So if you bring in a Smith and you got him out there in eleven personnel, you know, with a Galladay, Smith, and say, Shep, you know, uh, and or you go a four receiver set, you can't double, you can't bracket three guys. You gotta have guys one on one. You know what I mean? So this is the this is what this is the pressure they want to put on defensive coordinators yes. and they feel by adding another weapon. And and uh, and plus, I know you're gonna probably kill me for this, and Jerry's gonna kill me. Plus, even an Evan Ingram running the seam, I <laughs> know, gonna, <laughs> I, know Jerry, I know, people are gonna kill me for that. But even an Evan Ingram, okay, you still gotta, you still gotta cover him. I know, you know, a lot of people go like, "Why, Chris? He's gonna drop it anyway." But I know. <laughs> but the point I'm trying to get at is that it puts pressure on defenses. You know what I mean? So, but so but then you know people are gonna turn around and say, "Yeah, but Chris, if Jones is on his back, he can't get him the ball anyway." You know, so look, Getum was drafted offensive lineman. Even Andrew Thomas, Adam, right now, he's the fourth best offensive lineman drafted. Gettleman, yeah. right now I'm talking about, yeah, Gettleman missed on that. Yeah, he did. I mean, Tristan Wirtz, Chadwick Wills, the guy uh, these guys are, all had better year ones than yeah. Andrew Thomas. Yep. How,
7: how, how much do you guys buy into that rumor that maybe he was playing hurt throughout the year? Do you think, are you buying or selling that?
1: Thomas? Yeah, yeah. He was playing a little. He was yeah. playing a little banged up, but Adam, Andrew Thomas's issues were his, not his work ethic. The kid works his uh, butt off. Okay, <laughs> he's a smart kid. His problems was technique. Yeah, he had problems with hand placement. He had problems I mean, with some
0: feet well, he, he, was, he was the reason you know, Judge brought in the to help. I mean, he was right. literally the reason. It was right. the fourth overall pick. Like, right. what the hell's going on here? So, but.
1: You saw things last year, Adam, where you say to yourself, in year two, this kid could be a real solid left tackle. You know, so, yeah. it, it, look, it, it's not a sprint. Let's see how it plays out for three years. Right now, these other guys play a little bit better. But let's see how he turns out in year two and three and four. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because, go ahead.
7: Yeah, 100%, you know, and like how fair is it to put the rookie at left tackle to begin with, right? Oh, how much no. is that setting him up for failure too, you know? You know like, you know, I work in tech, right? You don't put an entry-level engineer entire, on top of, you know, stability of your entire platform, right? Imagine if Google goes down, right? Like, right. you know what I'm saying? Like you're asking right. a lot out yeah. of a rookie guy to play left tackle, nice. you know, in and the GE. And,
1: <laughs> and you got to remember, Adam, he wasn't playing left tackle until Sola opted out.
2: Yeah, that's
7: right. Then
1: he went into left tackle. Don't forget the plan was for him to start at right tackle. Yeah. You know, and then then they had to put him a left tackle when Sola opted out because of COVID. You know, so it was yeah, a lot.
2: Exactly.
1: look. It was a lot for the kid, and he went against what opening night he went against Bud Dupree, J and uh, TJ and what? A, what a test, right? <laughs> then you got the Khalil Mack. Like who was week two, Jerry? Who did we play week two? It was the Bears. Uh, who was Adam? Who was did the we Bears. play? Was it the Bears? It yeah. The okay, Bears. so now you got Khalil Mack. You know, and you got and, and you got the Robert Quinns. and yeah. it, not easy, dude. You know, yeah. not easy, but. Yeah. We'll see yeah. how it works out. but Adam,
0: thanks for chiming in, buddy. We really appreciate you calling him in.
7: Yeah, thanks so much, guys. Keep up the great work.
0: Thank okay. you, Adam. Take care, brother. I'm going to let in. I'm going to do a few more, Chris. Yeah, right? sure. Yeah. Rupert Rupert, Pupkin. Rupert we're going to admit him in. Rupert Murdoch. What's his Twitter handle? Mobile device. Another one with a mobile device. I don't know, Rupert. doesn't look like it's working, buddy. I'm going to have to disconnect. Sorry another adam let's see if it's a different adam hopefully hoping it is a uh, different adam what's up man you're on I, mute adam how you guys doing there he goes what's adam up, how you
8: doing i should say uh first time long time right i guess is that that's <laughs> it. I nice. say that I, yes. I appreciate your work guys you guys do a very good job well thank um, you man thank you Where are you, well, know, you uh, from adam i new york city and uh, oh nice. all right Chris, I'm your error here. I grew up on those 70 Giants, so Yeah. yeah. You know, stop at 306, Adam. <laughs> yeah. L- losing Mendenhall was tough, you know. You, yeah. you actually rooted for the defense to come on the field at that those times to play. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Between so. the
1: defense and Dave Jennings, Adam, that's all we had. <laughs>
8: yeah, it was that's basically it. I totally. I just remember that game against Dallas where they scored 35 points and lost 38-35. Yeah. Uh, in a rain. It was a tough game. Well, so, Adam, was that Yep. What year was that? Was that the year Starback brought him right, yeah.
1: marched him right down the field at the end? Correct. Well, you know what, Adam? I've mentioned that a few times on the podcast where I remember sitting with my dad and I was a little, well, I was like 10 years old, whatever the hell I was at the time, nine years old, 10 years old. I forget exactly what year it was. But I remember sitting there saying, We're going to win this one. I never forget, Adam, my father looking at me like this, going, Nah, Starbucks going to march him right down the field. And you've sure told
0: enough. that you've told that story on the podcast before.
1: Yeah, that's what that's what that's what I'm talking about because he remembers, he knows what the hell I'm talking about. <laughs>
8: uh, I did. I actually went to I went to college with saw that st- daughter. So did you I at Vanderbilt? Yeah, so it was a lot of wow, fun. I saw okay. that and I was like, great. Did um, you, uh, Adam? Did you get to a lot of games in the '70s or no? I did not. Okay. I did not. But they were on TV, must see TV, Brookshire yeah. and all that. Of course. Yeah. yeah. Um, so a couple of things. First of all, you got to love jo- Joe Judge's influence, and obviously. He had a big influence on the, on the 2020 draft, uh, much different than Shermer, and, and you can see that. Obviously, he has a lot of relationships with the college coaches, which comes in handy here. And I'm sure that actually helped in, the, in why they picked Andrew Thomas in part, because he had a relationship with, with Kirby Smart. Um, you know, as we know from historical, the Giants have been caught with their pants down. 96, when they end up with Cedric Jones uh, <laughs> in, in it. that just draft. pick. Yeah. You know, I mean, guy had one eye. I mean, they ended yeah. up picking him because they didn't think that, him, that Lawrence Phillips had to go, and we saw the same thing happen in, in, in 2016, right? Where they got caught again with with the same situation. Yep. So you do all these permutations here, and you look at the draft here, and the Giants are picking 11th, and we know we know what we would want. You, you obviously want to you want the best player available, and not so mm. much by need. And you know, obviously, a guy like Slater would fill that. You know, would be would match both you know areas. Right. We, we both see that. Right. So. What's a scenario in the top 10, okay, where the Giants are picking 11, three quarterbacks who you know are going to go in the top three. Right. We know that because San Francisco wouldn't have moved up there. Sure. Let's say the next seven picks are not quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then you got, so it's,
0: so it would be three receivers and the tight end. That's four. Four. Two, ta- two tackles. Right. And, and then,
8: what, Parsons? Let, let's say Parsons, but Parsons are weird, as we both know off the so field. So say, cor- say corner corner, but the Giants would not need that pick, would not right. need a corner. Right? right, so
0: corner would go. I still say corner goes to Dallas no matter what.
8: Let's, I, let's, just, say offensive, let's just say they go offensive lineman. Let's say, let's okay. say, let's say um, both uh, Carolina and mm-hmm. Dallas pick an offensive lineman, okay? okay? And then the receivers go, then where are you? And no one's trading up for a quarterback.
0: But then then
8: who's left for me? Is Parsons there? That's Probably well, not, not sure. you, know, you know the Giants are not picking him.
1: You know, where you're wow. gonna, you know where you have to look out for there, Adam? The kid mm-hmm. from Georgia. That's the thing.
8: Correct. Right? Kid Aziz. You could yeah, see that. Yeah, yeah. Better than Quidipe. Pay, yeah. you know, obviously he's got the measurables and all that, but he doesn't show up. Okay. But, he but you
0: take that, you're
8: okay taking that kid at 11? No, I'm okay. not. And that's where the judge influence comes in. Right. Does he influence this draft where they actually trade down for the first? He's never traded. Never. For a guy to have eight, have eight drafts in his history, Gettleman's never traded. No so are you at a position here, can judge influence this, that they actually do the smart thing and not pick so much I need and, use, and actually value the draft? Because they just do not – they have not done a good job. They, they are in this position because he has not valued the draft picks the way he needed to do it. I mean, So,
0: so with your scenario, there's still another quarterback, either Trey Lance or Justin Fields, available at yep. 11 when the Giants pick. Correct. So it, that scenario, then absolutely – There's got to be the Bears or the Patriots, right, Mm -hmm. at 20. I'd even be willing to go down to 20 if I got another second, and it depends on what the package is. But, yeah, in that scenario, absolutely the Giants would have to trade down, and shame on them if they couldn't find a partner. They really should be able to.
8: Now, imagine if it was Washington. Washington.
0: No, I can't I trade them. No, you, I, I'm you, not doing it. Yeah, I'm, not giving, not I'm, doing not, that. I'm not giving him that fourth rec- fourth
8: quarterback. No that's, way. That would be the issue, right? Because that would yeah, be the team no. that would need to trade up there to yeah. get a guy behind Fitzpatrick.
1: No. Yeah, I don't want Washington to get that quarterback. Right? they
8: they're a quarterback
1: away from doing
8: something. Ten oh, to fifteen years of dominance.
1: <laughs> exactly. I, I, I said that. I've been saying it all along. I don't want Washington yeah. to get a legit quarterback out of college. Yeah, you know what I mean, right? Because that's
8: the that's the team you have to worry about to move up here. You know, I on remember. that, I mean, obviously you think Patton in, in Minnesota, you know, former Minnesota guy guys in Denver here is going to look for a quarterback at Denver because Locke's not the answer and he seems right. to have control over that team. Yeah. Um, you know, it was interesting to see with, with Shermer at, at with Denver, if how much they, re- they didn't want Darnold because he didn't want him for the Giants back in 2018. Yeah. Right. So you, know, you knew that he had a negative view of Darnold himself on that stuff. Yeah. So yeah. it was interesting to see that. But you'd have to think that one of the first two round picks, you're going to be an offensive lineman?
1: I would think so, Adam. Yes. Yeah. I would think so. You have to.
8: You can't go, you know, considering what they've done in the offseason here, Mm -hmm. they haven't, you know, they signed, obviously, the, the, um, you know, some depth players like Harrison on the line and the other kid that they picked up from San Diego, was it? Or um, who? Uh, Houston. Houston, that's right. Yeah, the veteran Fulton, yeah. And, and bringing, you know, obviously changing the off, you know, bringing the offensive line coach from from college that they brought in here yeah. and, and obviously Flaherty helping out. And Judge, which I love, never sits by. And, and, and if he, something's not working, he makes he makes a change. Yeah. I mean, oh, just yeah. think about it. Well, he yeah. Look at Shermer. He was here for two years and did not change his coaching staff once. Yeah. No, you didn't. Yeah. I mean that just tells you everything you need to and know The in game
0: him. the in game adjustments alone are so much different with Judge versus Shermer.
8: Did you ever have an issue with Judge in his clock management or his decision? Not one Never. Not one. Not one, Not one. No. one. Oh, and you know what? For a rookie coach, i was pretty impressive, Adam. That's really amazing to think about. The guy did that all I mean, everything he did on that.
1: And and Adam, if you remember back before the season started, Jerry like asked me or people were like, Hey Chris, you know, what do you think about Judge? I I because I was there every day at camp, you know? And it would be like, oh, I like everything I see. But, hey, let's see how he is when the games start. Because it's easy, you know, until you're looking up at the clock, you got to use your timeouts in a certain way. you got to have clock management. you got to make snap decisions like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? But you know what, Adam? There wasn't one game, not one, that I said, Man, what the hell was Judge doing with the clock management? And even with the even, Schirmer, with the special, the even, with
0: this, even with the special team stuff that he did, where he <laughs> ran the guys out late, I liked it, it yeah. w- and it should have worked in Philly. It should have worked. worked in Philly. Yeah. If Corey Ballantyne <laughs> turned his head, that's a that's a touchdown. So w- even the weird things he did, I was like, it's refreshing.
8: I will say one last thing for you guys. I know I don't take up too much more of your time,
0: Adam. This is yeah. a, you. You should probably call in more than. More than just, you know, once a week. This is a good one. This yeah, a good no talk.
8: problem. I, I have sports in my background, so that's where it <laughs> nice. comes from. But um, what I'll ask you is this, and I can't prove it, okay? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you go back over a year ago when the, when the Giants let go of, of Shermer and they did this coaching search, and Judge came out of nowhere. Yeah. You know, considering what's gone on with the Giants with Mara and some of the moves that they've made and, and D- Gettleman, don't you think that that was a solid done by Belichick? <laughs> that he basically told Mara, you better hire this guy. No,
1: I'll
8: tell you exactly what happened.
1: Like do this? Exactly. Judge came in and blew him out of the water with the interview. John Mara called Belichick and Belichick vouched for him. He said, I want to hear exactly what Belichick said. After those last two hirings, trust me, you got it right this time. But here's <laughs> the question.
8: How did he actually end up on their list and nobody else's list?
1: Ha, ha, the same way John Harbaugh wound up on the Ravens list years ago. Right. When he was a special Giants, teams coordinator it, for the
8: Eagles. But when did, the, when did this management and this owner have enough insight to select this guy and no one else knew him?
1: Oh, so you, this, think, you think Belichick
8: reached out to them first? Yes, 100%. Oh, uh,
1: from what I understand,
8: Adam. That's what you're going to hear. But he did the next best thing. He couldn't give him him because you know how much he loves the Giants. He did the next best thing and said, this is your guy. Interview him and you tell me. Uh, because the, he was on nobody else's list. He was a – I mean, come on. Nobody knew about the guy. No. Was no, pa- the no
0: Patriots, the guy. Fans, Patriots fans that I know didn't know much about him. They
8: didn't <laughs> even know about him. But all of a sudden, right. Gettleman and Mara know about him? Come on.
4: Yeah, yeah. I mean, are you
8: really, really going to buy that? That these, well, guys, these, guys, these guys found Matt McAdoo out of nowhere. They could have they left him in Green Bay. Yeah. <laughs> okay? Yeah. But, they, but they're going to find Judge. Yeah. No way. I, there's no way. I'm sorry, guys. But look, Adam, I'm not going to say you're, you're wrong, dude. I'm not going to say
1: you're wrong. All I heard was that they did reach out to Belichick and ask, you know, about Judge. And Belichick totally 100% vouched for the guy and said, this is your guy. And he even made a wise-ass comment about by saying, after the last two hires, trust me, this is your guy.
8: Told and, he him over, and he did it over McDaniel, who was also slated to interview for the Giants. Well, McDaniel, know, yeah, well, McDaniel wasn't going. Yeah, I know. He was he was scheduled on that Wednesday. He was scheduled. They, they, yeah. Um, they moved right ahead on that. But yeah, but
1: they knew he wasn't going to the Giants, McDaniel. That I could tell you. He might have been came in. I know he was on the list and all that, but they knew he wasn't going
8: in. He was never a fit for here. He was 100%. never a fit for here. No, one hundred percent.
1: But no, Adam, interesting stuff, dude. But. As far, I know what you're getting. You think Bill reached out to John and said, listen, yes, look at this guy. Okay, I'm not going to, look, I'm not going to sit here and say you're definitely wrong. All I do know for a fact was that Belichick vouched for him. Mara did yep. talk to him, and, and and Bill said, because they're very close, Mara and Belichick. Still very close. Which is
0: why. Adam, we, we were saying before that, like, we hope that Parsons is gone. Or, or maybe, we're kind of speculating, like, maybe the Giants even think, like, I don't want to have to make this decision. I hope Parsons is gone. I think McDaniels is kind of that coaching version. Like, yeah. if he's there, it's like, oh, my God, am I really going to hire this guy after how it worked out in Denver and, you know, the, his relationship? It's just very weird. So, yeah, that's, uh, I, I kind of put him in that category. And you,
8: and you wonder, right, when these guys do these interviews and these people who are successful, yeah. I mean, could you imagine meeting with Andrew Gaze, with Adam Gaze and decide, this is my coach? <laughs> how could you ever, and Shermer, how could you ever feel like this is the guy to be my I could coach? see
0: Shermer making a much better impression than Gaze. But after,
8: after the Cleveland experience, and all you need to do is watch those press conferences on, ta- on, on, on YouTube and say, that's not my guy. You
0: know what? To be fair, we all, <laughs> said, we all said, well, it was um, Cleveland. It was Cleveland. I know, I know you're right, Adam. I know. But we all yeah. said it was Cleveland. So they gave him, everybody gave him a pass.
8: If you were ever hiring a head coach and the guy had coached before, you should be, you should be responsible for watching 16 of those that guy coaching 16 games that that guy coached. And you tell me if you'd want that guy to be the coach. No, I was not gonna argue with you, brother. No, I yeah, mean, if I
0: was ever in a position to hire someone, I'm driving to New England and putting them in my car in my trunk and taking them with me. That's that's yeah so that's that's different. you know exactly. what
1: they, you know what they really got tripped, tripped up a little bit is that they coming off McAdoo and they wanted like an adult in the room, as get would say, I yeah. want an adult in the room. That's right. Yep. instead of looking at like you just said, Adam, why don't you look at those sixteen games that he was the head coach of? Yeah, and, You know, forget about the adult in the room crap. It's all about production in his, in his business.
0: I mean, you know? if his suit fit, so. it would have been an upgrade, right? <laughs> Schermer comes in with a suit that fits him. It's like, oh, he can dress himself. Well, He's already well, ahead of McAdoo. Well,
8: we'll, think, well, think about that, right? <laughs> so, so the guy didn't have a, a suit for, for, the, for the press conference. How did he interview I, what, did I, he, what did he wear for his name? Sweatpants? What, girl, boy, I, mean, I have
1: no, no idea, Adam. No, I, no, I, I have mean, no idea, dude. But
8: that's who was making... So those same people made that choice for McAdoo, but we're going to give them credit for for judge? I can't do it.
0: Right, <laughs> Adam, I can't do it. Adam, this has been entertaining, buddy. He's, <laughs> actually, he's, not, going, he's not giving Matt any
8: credit for this. <laughs> Hey, he's responsible for this while, while we're losing records all these I know, years. And also,
0: when, when you go through the 70s, you've earned the right to say all that stuff. dude. You're, yeah, you're good. Yeah, 100%. I know. I know. Oh,
8: sorry. Guys, keep up the great work. Really appreciate I, it. I thank awesome. you, Adam. Take care. Nice meet you, thank brother. You. All right. Good here. stuff. Well. All
0: right. Maybe we'll do one more, then that's it.
8: Yeah. <laughs> this
0: is awesome. Adam, kicking ass. What do we got? My, Jer- my Jerry moment. If they- There we go. Who is it? Uh, my Jerry moment, if they take the guy from Georgia, is his name. Take off mute. You're on mute. Mute. There you go. There we go.
9: How about now? Right. Yeah, there what's up, go. man? Yeah. Got in my people the mute, Jerry.
0: What's your name and where you're from?
9: Sorry. Uh, Jerry, you once called me Matt Bonifazze, so I think that's what my name is now. I changed it legally. <laughs> oh, I nice. To say, I feel like I'm a Paisan, part of the fam, living here in PA in uh, Eagles territory. And Where I'm in PA? In Downingtown. Okay. So... Actually, it, if I'm gonna call and talk about if I should have a Jerry moment if they take that linebacker out of Georgia. That's what's giving me panic right now. And I'm comfy. <laughs> and I'm comfy if we take if we, if we in round one, we go wide receiver round two with more the guy from Ole Miss, something like that. You know, yeah. get a, get yeah. a weapon. Like you know, I think we're, I think we've got enough weapons, right? So it's like, you know, do we take the O line around one? So we, I have the same debate. You guys have the same conversation. So I feel validated when we talk about it, but. I don't think here's here's my theory I don't think Edelman's going going with the line around one I think he's put he's put it I think he feels he put enough into it with Thomas and Pert I think they like Pert I think we saw that last year So he's always back on year and they punt on the backup um so the question is I think uh maybe it was Adam who brought up about the value piece around one I kind of like I kind of like the option of Parsons even with the red flag I know man no, well, we talked right. about it
0: before before we opened this up we had the same discussion
9: Sorry, I'm late. You know, didn't mean to do that. No, no, no. You... <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> no, man. Um, it, it's
0: to break tough. Be... The fan. Yeah. It's tough because <laughs> I hear what you're saying. The, the X factor in that offensive line for me is Will Hernandez. Like, he, right now, he's, the gu- he's one of the guards. And because of that, Slater is such a viable pick at 11. So I hear what you're saying. But it's, it, they ha- if they don't go Slater in round one... Then they have to. Like Chris has Wyatt Davis in in the second round from Ohio State. That's yeah, well, fine. Uh, but then you're forced into that. Like, so I hear what you're saying that they've invested a lot in the line, and I think he's fine with the tackles of, of Thomas and Parr. But if if because of Will Hernandez, they I think they need an upgrade, and it's got to come early in the draft.
9: Let me just ask you guys this quick: Do you think that the lack of high end defensive talent in the top of the draft is causing this much confusion? Like, for me, that's what that's what my big thing is. There's not a lot. Of, yeah. Like, the guy from Michigan, like, no thanks.
1: Yeah. 11, well, you know? we, we were just talking about that, that this is an offensive draft, man. Yeah. You know, there's nobody except for Parsons, really, and, and maybe Patrick Sautain, that's worth the top 12 pick. Everything else is offense. Offense. And then you start getting in the 20s, and you start talking some defense. But, you know, there's no there's no edge guy you say, okay, he's a he's top 12 guy, top 10. You know what I mean? So – this yeah. is an offensive draft, man. We were saying before, if they went with that kid from Georgia, or they went to somebody else on the edge, or so kid, or something like that, they're reaching big time because they're not nobody has them as eleventh overall type talent, man. And you know, they it's hope not they
0: don't a, you know, dude it's it's not a it's not a walk over the bridge type of moment, but it's just a it's like a oh okay, of course you did, of course you made that pick.
9: If they trade back, that's one thing, right? Like fine, you can get another asset. Would love, like, like, okay, cool, right? love it. We talk about. Would love it. Yes, And I, I know Dave talks about not getting, Dave, like I know the guy, not getting cute, you know, at the top. But I, I'm nervous he won't, and he'll, he'll, we'll make that move, and then we'll be crying together on the podcast afterwards. But anyway.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll see, man. I mean, look, I'm not going to put it past Dave gentlemen. you know, so um, hopefully they don't do that. Um, but I don't think you're going to see that, dude. Uh, I think there's going to be somebody there at, that they have rated very highly on their board. And that's going to be there at 11, and they're going to jump on it. That's 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 what I kind of have the feeling it's going to happen. It could be that Waddle kid. It could be even the Devontae Smith kid. You know, the way this draft plays out, they both could be there at 11. You know, uh, or yeah. we'll see how they have slated draft and what they have in their board. But <clears throat> I don't think they're going to reach for that edge kid when one of those other studs are out there. So, yeah. But good talk. Where do you call from, bro? Oh, South South Jersey, downtown, downtown, downtown Pennsylvania. Down, down. Yeah. Oh, Pennsylvania. Hmm, I'm sorry. Okay. Right, so cool. you
9: call you
0: call them hoagies. You call them hoagies there, right?
9: Yeah, man. I'm I I grew up in New England, so. Uh, oh, okay. Red Sox nice. fan. Well, okay. Sorry, I shouldn't say. I grew up in upstate New York. I lived in New England for a long time. Now I'm down here. So. Are
1: I'm you a, a Red Sox Red fan? fan? No. Oh my God. What's your what's your
0: alignment? Giants? What what? It's Giants Yankees.
9: Man, I used to I used to go to Albany, man, for a training camp. You know. Giants so, Yankees. What about hockey? He's not uh, a hockey fan. I can tell. Okay, that's fine. That's neutral. fine. That's fine. All right. Well, <laughs> yeah. Two, yeah, great, two for man. three. His legs don't skate. His legs don't skate. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, right,
0: thanks boy. for thanks for calling in, Appreciate man. That's awesome, both, man. All right, man. Good Thank stuff. you, brother. Yep. Good stuff. All, All right. right dude. That was. Uh, I would say that was a smashing success. That's that the last call. You know what? It went smoother than. Way way smoother than I thought. I still I got a lot of editing to do. So for those of you listening, still, this ain't coming out for a couple hours. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta I gotta get rid of the, the the clunkiness, but we'll be all right. We will. be alright we will will try to get it out. We'll we be will be hour, doing maybe. this again, Jerry. No question. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Good stuff. Yeah. Absolutely. Good stuff. All right. All right. All right, guys. Anything else, Chris? No, that's it, man. All right, guys, to order a subscription to The Giant Insider, go to www.thegiantinsider.com. Go to magster.com for a digital subscription, M-A-G-Z-T-E-R, and download the Giant Insider app from the App Store. Remember, guys, Sundays are giant days. Take care, everybody. Take care,
2: everybody.